You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 291. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey everyone, this is Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body Podcast. Such a fun time of year. I love the holidays and Thanksgiving is getting closer and closer. Uh, You might hear the pitter-patter in the background. That's Penny, my dog. She decided she wanted to be in on this podcast today, but she has just decided she doesn't want to be in on this podcast, so she has left. But you might hear the pitter-patter come back. (laughs) Anyways, getting down to business, we have the holiday challenge starting the Monday after Thanksgiving. Not the day after. Apparently, I had said that wrong in in some emails and posts, and I don't know if I said it wrong in, in a podcast, but we start the Monday after Thanksgiving. It is a fantastic challenge. It's two-week challenge to make sure that you don't gain weight over the hardest weeks of the year, which I kind of feel like sometimes it is between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Those are those weeks that are just so, so very tough with so many temptations. And so we have a lot of fun challenges with prizes to help you not gain that holiday weight. And the program includes the all-new Body Weight program. It's called Body Weight because... There's no equipment needed, all new body weight videos. They're fantastic. You're going to bring these on vacation. You're going to have no excuses because you can always throw one of these videos on and get a great strength workout just with your body weight. So don't miss out on the opportunity to join us for the holiday challenge this year. Get the body weight program. It's included with the challenge. And what, where can you get it? Well, just go to earnthatbody.com. There is a link right on the front in a big red button that says holiday challenge here. And I promise you it will not disappoint. Now, what are we talking about today? Well, we're going to be talking today about why you always feel tired. Now, some of you right now are like, oh, I need this one. Why am I always tired? And some of you hopefully are saying, well, that's not me. I'm never tired. I'm God bless you if you're never tired. That's awesome. I'm so proud of you. But you may be actually surprised that there are these 12 main reasons, and several of which I wasn't even aware, could be causing your fatigue. And I always think education, it is the missing link to getting better with anything in life, including fatigue. So why not know all 12 things so that if you are someone struggling with fatigue, or maybe your kiddo is, or your teenager, or your mom, or your dad, you can actually bring up well, hey, I noticed you're doing one of these 12 things and that actually might be impacting why you feel so tired. Every single day, I want to make sure all of us know because there is nothing worse than feeling exhausted all throughout the day. Like just being exhausted is exhausting. Am I right? So we're going to talk about all of that after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, coming to you from U.S. News, the title of the article is that sleep-deprived kids will snack more. Interesting, right? And I want to just let you know that it's not just kids, it's actually everyone. But it's in this particular study that they are talking about kids. Now, what they said is that experts studying kids' sleep and eating habits have learned more about a potential reason for childhood obesity. 
Now, kids who are deprived of sleep tend to eat more calories the next day, and that's what the research is telling them. And some of those extra calories come from less healthy, sugar-rich snacks or treats. When children lost sleep, overall, they ate an extra 74 calories per day, caused by an increase of 96 calories per day in non-core foods like crisps and chocolate, and that potentially increases the risk for obesity. Now, such a difference could easily explain why not getting enough sleep increases the risk of obesity in children. And the findings were independent of any changes in sedentary time and physical activity, which might have explained why kids were eating more. For the study, the researchers analyzed data from what's called the DREAM, and that stands for daily rest, eating, and activity, monitoring, and that's part of the DREAM trial. It included 105 kids between the ages of 8 and 12 years old and a range of body sizes. About 61% were considered normal weight. The rest were overweight or considered obese. Participants went to bed an hour earlier for one week, had a week of normal sleep, and then went to bed one hour later for a week. All wore a wrist device to track their behavior around the clock, including every minute spent in sleep, sedentary time, light physical activity, and moderate to vigorous physical activity. Twice a week, the kids were also asked what food and drink they had consumed during the previous 24 hours. Now, the 82 children with complete data lost 48 minutes of sleep a night, but also woke up eight minutes less on average, the study found. The extra time awake included 31 sedentary minutes, 21 minutes of light activity, and four minutes of vigorous activity. Overall, the tired kids ate an average 74 extra calories per day and 96 more in those treats. Fewer calories came from core foods important to a healthy diet. After accounting for the increased energy needed to be awake longer in the day, the changes were linked to eating 63 more calories per day on average. And researchers noted a stronger relationship between sleep loss and calorie intake for foods eaten in the evening and even those high calorie foods eaten more for pleasure than health. And while increasing activity led to eating more healthy foods, increased sedentary time spurred more eating in the evening. Now together, these experimental findings show that changes to dietary intake, not reductions in physical activity, explain why not getting enough sleep increases the risk of overweight and obesity in childhood. Although improving our sleep doesn't usually come to mind, when we first think about managing our weight, it might be a great first option that you think about from now on. And the researchers said that further study will be required to determine whether sleep is a good intervention for improving diet and weight over time. Now I have to tell you, I have preached this forever. Sleep is such an important part of our health. Not, not just because you're gonna feel better and have more energy, but we literally secrete hormones when we're sleeping. And if we're not getting enough sleep, then you're not going to be able to secrete the necessary hormones like growth hormones that are needed for weight loss. And so even with kids and teens, it is just as important that they are getting an adequate amount of sleep 
because without it, it could be a factor in obesity and craving sugary carb-like foods. It's very common for adults too. If you have a really bad night of sleep, you generally wake up the next day and you crave sugar and you tend to eat more and you tend to eat crappier, all right? So these are things that are all impacted by sleep. I think it's super important to be aware of. I honestly think that sleep might be the number one pillar of health. It is highly overlooked. People think it's nutrition and exercise only, but without a proper amount of sleep and and good quality sleep, none of your other systems can function properly. So something to really keep in mind if you are someone who struggles with sleep, if your children are someone who struggles with sleep, it might be time to work on a sleep schedule. It might be time to start meditating before bed. There's a lot of great sleep meditation apps you can do before you go to sleep to help you. But it might be time to work on this and take it really seriously. Because again, it's going to impact so many things in your health and therefore in your life. Now, it was a great Eagle's Eye on Health because we're talking about sleep and obesity. And now the, the podcast episode today is about why do you feel so exhausted? Do you feel that way? Do you feel tired all the time? A lot of our information today is coming from Healthline. It's coming from WebMD, US News as well. So if you're feeling overly tired or have very little energy, I hate to say it, but you're not alone. It's a pretty common thing. And fatigue, it could be caused from very simple factors like lack of sleep. Uh, You could be coming down with a cold or getting sick. You might be getting the flu. But then it also could be caused caused by underlying health conditions. And those might be a little more important for you to investigate. Now, even though everyone feels tired from time to time, that's totally normal. We're going to have some days that we're just tired, right? Depends what's going on in our life. But chronic fatigue, that means you're having it all the time, day after day. You're constantly tired. At that point, you're starting to harm the quality of your life. And it's going to prevent you from obviously doing a lot of the things that you enjoy doing. Now, in most cases, fatigue can be fixed by simple lifestyle changes, dietary modifications. Um, Potentially, we could fix a nutrient deficiency, a medical condition maybe has to be addressed as well. So to improve fatigue, the first thing you really have to do is you have to figure out what is causing it. And these are 12 things that I want you to think about. Some of these might resonate with you, some might not, but it might just be one that could totally fix this exhaustion that you are feeling possibly every single day. Now, obviously the most obvious one, you're not getting enough high quality sleep. And getting enough sleep, as I just said, it's so essential for overall health. And unfortunately, it is highly overlooked. And when you don't get enough sleep, you are going to wake up, surprise, surprise, and you're going to be tired and you're going to feel fatigue probably all day. Now, during sleep, your body performs a number of processes, and I mean critical processes, including releasing those growth hormones that I said. It is also repairing and regenerating cells while you're sleeping. And this is why most people wake up feeling rather refreshed and alert and energized after a night of high quality sleep because your body is doing all these great things to repair you and regenerate your cells and then you wake up and all is great, right? 
Now, sleep, it should be restful. It should be uninterrupted to allow your brain to go through three stages of non-rapid eye movement. It's, they say, N-R-E-M, sleep, and one stage of rapid eye movement, R-E-M, REM sleep, you've probably heard of it, the stage which you dream in. That's why most people have heard of REM sleep. That's your dreaming stage. And even though sleep time should be individualized, like because some people are going to need more sleep, some need less, some are, you know, very physically active during the day and maybe they need more, some less. So it's definitely individualized. But the American Academy of Sleep Medicine and Sleep Research Society, they recommend that adults get at least seven hours of sleep per night for optimal health. And I want you to ask yourself right now, Do you get at least seven hours a night? Because that is what is required for optimal health. Now, even though you may know the importance of getting enough sleep, falling and staying asleep, it it can be a struggle. And I totally get that. Now, insomnia is something that you may have heard before, and that's a term for any condition that causes difficulty falling asleep, maybe difficulty staying asleep. It can be caused by things like menopause. It could be from a medical condition, psychological stress. Uh, It could be the environment you're sleeping in that's constantly waking you, or the thing we all love so much, the thing that I think I have felt all summer long up until even this week, excessive mental stimulation. And that's from stress generally. Like, are you the kind of person who like wakes up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh my God, I forgot to do this. Or, oh, I forgot to do that. Or I still have to do this. Oh, before I move, I have to do this because I'm just going through a move, a major move (laughs) to a new state. And so I just know I've had endless nights waking up realizing that I still have to do things and talk about excessive mental stimulation. Yes, that definitely impaired my sleep over the last few months. Now, insomnia is very common, unfortunately. And in one review, they noted that up to 40% of adults in the United States experience insomnia at some point in a given year. Now, short-term insomnia, which maybe lasts like less than three months, is more common and affects 9.5% of the U.S. population. But they say that one in five cases of short-term insomnia turns into chronic insomnia. And that occurs three or more times per week and lasts longer than three months. So guess what? If you're experiencing insomnia and you are just not getting that sleep that you need all through the night, there are things that you can do. Um, You definitely want to talk to your doctor. You want to see if they can prescribe something potentially. Maybe there's going to be a natural supplement. I'm not a big fan of supplements. I'm not a big fan of sleeping pills. But sometimes they are needed. You might not need a sleeping pill. You might need some kind of anti-anxiety pill. It depends what's going on in your life. And also there's a lot of things you can do to work on your sleep before you jump to pills. And so that's something that you need to investigate as well. I've done a whole sleep podcast, just so you know, um, with all kinds of options on how to get a better night's sleep. So if you just search my podcast, you'll definitely be able to find that also. But another reason that you might be fatigued all day long, it could be from a nutrient deficiency because nutrient deficiencies can lead you to feel exhausted on a daily basis, even if you're getting seven hours of sleep. So deficiencies in the following nutrients have been linked to fatigue. If you're deficient in iron, vitamin B2, B3, B5, B6, B9, B12, 
vitamin D, vitamin C, or magnesium. Deficiencies in many of these nutrients are actually quite common for people. Now, anemia affects about 25% of the world's population, and iron deficiency anemia is the most common type responsible for 50% of all anemia. And fatigue is one of the most common symptoms of this condition, but it typically improves once that iron is restored. So again, if you are someone who is seriously chronically fatigued right now, you gotta get some blood work done and find out if you might be anemic because it's something that you could take an iron pill for or you could change your diet to get more iron through your nutrition. Now, studies suggest that up to 20% of people in the United States and United Kingdom ages 60 and over are deficient in vitamin B12. And this deficiency is especially common in older adults because the body's ability to absorb B12, it actually declines as you get older. So something you might wanna know. And B12 is critical for our oxygen delivery and energy production. And so when you have low levels of it, it basically causes you to feel tired and fatigued. A vitamin D deficiency could also cause fatigue and over half of the world's population has inadequate vitamin D levels. And that's crazy to me. Over half of the world has inadequate vitamin D. That's absolutely crazy. And because these deficiencies are quite common, it's important to have your levels tested if you're experiencing this kind of unexplained fatigue, you get a lot of sleep, it's not that, but you're literally tired all the time. Typically, fatigue related to a deficiency in one or more nutrients improves once you get that nutrient level normalized. So it is so worth it to get your blood work done if you feel like this is something that you're suffering from. Now the third one is stress. And although some stress is normal, and I really like to reiterate that, some stress in our lives is normal, everyone. I feel like we kind of live in a time where nobody wants to be under stress and nobody wants to have any anxiety. There's a little bit of stress and a little bit of anxiety that is normal in your day. You don't want to take a pill if you have a normal level of anxiety and stress, all right? That there's a certain amount that's normal. I'm not saying you should never take medication for these things. I'm just saying don't jump to medication if you just have some anxiety, like there are some life events that will happen and they will cause you stress and anxiety, but it's not always a reason to necessarily need medication or at least you might not need the medication for very long. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But chronic stress, chronic stress, that can lead to stress-related exhaustion disorder. And that's a medical condition characterized by psychological and physical symptoms of exhaustion. Chronic stress could cause structural and functional changes in your brain and lead to chronic inflammation, which could be one of the contributing factors to your symptom of fatigue. And while you may be unable to avoid stressful situations, especially those related to work or family obligations, managing your stress may help prevent you from having complete exhaustion. So you might take a hot bath every night to help you decompress. You might meditate. You might go in nature more. You might take walks in nature more. All of these things are strategies to help reduce your stress levels. And anything is worth it to get your stress down. 
I always recommend try some of these things to decompress, to work on your stress, to take action on your stress versus just always calling a doctor for medication. Make that the end result, the the last, not the result, but the end option for you. First, try everything else you can because you might be able to take action on your stress and that might fix the fatigue right away. And it's wonderful and empowering to be able to actually control your stress. And I have to be honest, like I have been under more stress probably than I've ever been under in my whole life over the last few months. As I said, we're going through a move, we're we're moving out of Austin, and we're moving to Pennsylvania, and my husband got a new job, and you can't even imagine the emotions that go along with that. And the we had a lot of unknowns from June until now, which is November. It was a lot of months of highs and lows and unknowns and sleep interruption and so many different things. And I I have to be very honest with you. One thing that I have learned about myself right now is that I'm not happy with the way that I was managing the situation. Meaning like I felt like every day I was failing myself miserably with how I was handling the stress. I was letting it really eat me alive. And slowly after I realized that, look, this isn't going away overnight. I've got to take some kind of personal control. That's when I went back to meditating at night before bed, taking hot baths, and just starting to create some things that I had to. I literally had to. For me, medication is not an option. So I had to choose to take action on my stress. And that was all I could do. Um, I'm still not happy with how I handled it. Again, just sort of internally and emotionally for myself, but I'm also trying to give myself grace because it was an incredibly stressful time. And I think that we're past it now, thank God. And you know, now there's new stress and anxiety about being in a new place, but it's part of life. And so the more that we can learn and the more that I was telling myself, look, you gotta take action here. You've gotta take control. You can't just let the stress eat you alive. So how are you gonna handle it? It's very empowering when you start to sort of manage it better. So that was a side note. There you go. (laughs) Even I have stress and sleep issues. Number four, there are certain medical conditions that can cause fatigue. So if you're experiencing unexplained chronic fatigue, you always definitely want to talk to your doctor and discuss that as a symptom because they may recommend testing to rule out certain health conditions that cause fatigue. Things like sleep apnea, hypothyroidism, God forbid cancer, chronic fatigue syndrome, MS, anxiety disorders, kidney disease, depression, diabetes, and even fibromyalgia. It's important to know that it's abnormal to feel exhausted all the time. So if you're experiencing that frequent fatigue, you wanna figure out what the cause may be and if it could be a medical condition. So don't be afraid to go to the doctor and explain to them that you are fatigued each and every day if that's what's going on with you. It's something that you should not overlook and assume is normal. Not every single day for long periods of time, okay? Number five, dietary imbalances. So your diet, it you know I feel this way, it, it affects everything about you, including the way you feel. 
to maintain energy and get the nutrients your body needs to perform all these critical processes we were talking about, it's important you have to consume a balanced diet. You need you need a high nutrient diet, you need a nutrient dense diet, uh, dense food diet, you need balanced nutrition. Under eating or eating ultra processed foods that are low, low, low in essential nutrients, all of those things can lead to calorie and nutrient deficiencies. And that is going to cause exhaustion. When you don't obtain enough calories and nutrients, especially like protein, your body will start breaking down fat and muscle to meet energy demands. I'm saying and muscle because you're thinking, great, break down all the fat. But you don't want to lose all your muscle, do you? You don't. (laughs) This leads to a loss of body fat, yes, but it also leads to a loss in muscle mass. And when that happens, it triggers fatigue. You've got to make sure that you are eating a healthy, balanced diet. And if you're not, it could be why you're constantly feeling fatigue. If your teenager, if your child is constantly tired, please make sure that they are eating a balanced diet as well. Number six might surprise you, but consuming too much caffeine, it can cause fatigue. Although caffeinated beverages like coffee and even all those energy drinks, they give you a temporary boost of energy over, uh, you know, a small period of time. And that's because the too much, um, I should say it this way, they're going to give you that temporary boost, but too much caffeine, it's going to actually then create a problem with your sleep and that causes the fatigue. So the caffeine itself, yeah, it gives you the temporary boost, but it really messes with a lot of people's sleep. And that's why you don't want to be drinking caffeine too late in the day. You don't want that sleep interrupted. Now, research shows that feeling tired in the morning leads people to consume large amounts of caffeine, which impairs your sleep cycle. In turn, you may overuse coffee or other caffeinated drinks for energy, which which continues the cycle of poor sleep, followed by, again, too much caffeine. And drinking too much caffeine is linked to an increased nighttime worrying, sleeplessness, increased nighttime awakenings, decreased total sleep time, and daytime sleepiness. So that's what all that caffeine is potentially doing to you. Now a study in 462 women linked high calorie coffee and energy drink intake to poor sleep quality and sleep disturbance. Those who didn't drink these beverages reported better sleep quality. Still, caffeine tolerance varies, and some people are more sensitive to caffeine's effects on sleep than others. And while coffee and caffeinated beverages like green tea may benefit health when consumed in moderation, energy drinks are extremely high in stimulants, and they're also really super high in sugar, usually. So you gotta personally avoid them, in my opinion, whenever possible. If you are currently experiencing sleep issues and frequently drink caffeinated beverages, I would try cutting back to see whether it helps improve your sleep and even your energy levels. Now, side note, in the Real Food Reset, you're allowed to have one cup a day. And of course, this was like overwhelming for a lot of my clients who like to have way more than one cup. But it was astonishing to see how many people were willing to take that challenge 
and how it impacted their overall energy during the day and sleep at night. So it seemed like the majority of people who took the challenge, because I know not everybody did, but those who did, they actually felt so much better. Some definitely went through some headaches because they were so dependent on that caffeine. And to me, if you're having headaches because your body is not getting the caffeine it's used to having, then you know you were drinking too much of it. Your body is now dependent on it. That's too much. So it might be something you want to try if you are a big coffee drinker. Try having one cup a day and see after a week how it feels. See if you're getting headaches. See if all of a sudden your energy is better. See if maybe you feel less dehydrated as well. Um, And guess what? That is number seven. Inadequate hydration can make you feel tired. So staying super well hydrated, it's important for your energy levels and the many biochemical reactions that take place in your body every single day result in a loss of water and that water needs to be replaced. Dehydration occurs when you do not drink enough liquid to replace the water lost in your urine, your stools, your sweat, your breath. And several studies show that being dehydrated leads to lower energy levels and decreased ability to concentrate. In fact, they say that dehydration affects the entire body, including your sleep cycles. It's so amazing to me how like everything is connected, right? Even they say mild dehydration may reduce your energy levels and your alertness. Make sure to drink enough to replace fluids lost during the day And as we head into wintertime, and I know I'm super guilty of this already, constantly remind yourself you have to drink more water because it's one thing in the summer when it's hot out, it's like you just do that. It's like your body knows or you're feeling more thirsty. It's really easy to get dehydrated in the wintertime because that heat is not present and you somehow, you don't have that same response to just keep grabbing water. And so I feel like People tend to have more sleep issues in the winter, and it could potentially be because we are all dehydrated, potentially, more in the wintertime. So definitely stay on top of it. Number eight, a reason why you might be tired all the time is because you might be overweight or you might be obese. And maintaining a healthy body weight is essential, obviously, for your health. And not only is obesity significantly linked to a greater risk of many chronic illnesses like type 2 diabetes and heart disease and certain cancers, but it may also increase your risk of chronic fatigue. Obesity greatly increases your risk of obstructive sleep apnea, which is a common cause of daytime fatigue. It's also linked to increased daytime sleepiness, regardless of sleep apnea, suggesting that obesity, it actually directly affects the sleep cycle. And even more than that, people with obesity have a higher risk of conditions associated with fatigue, including depression and type 2 diabetes. And poor sleep quality and sleep restriction may cause weight gain or obesity. As we just said, we talked about sleep. You need it to secrete your growth hormones. You need that to lose weight. If you're not doing that, you might gain weight. You might crave more sugary foods. You could be gaining weight to a point of obesity, and then the obesity is impacting your sleep and your fatigue. Can you see how this cycle, it just keeps going worse and worse and around and around? So if you are overweight, if you are potentially obese right now, it might be the reason that you're tired all the time. 
and you can take action. It is never too late. You are never too old and you should never give up because you can always take action on your health and your weight loss. So even if you've tried everything before, please do me this one favor. Don't ever give up because your health is the most important thing. And then the last uh, four things, nine through 12, other things that may cause fatigue. Number nine, drug and alcohol dependence. Research shows that people who are dependent on drugs or alcohol are more likely to experience fatigue. And just a side note, everyone, alcohol impacts your sleep. So on those nights you drink a little too much, you generally sleep terribly. So you might want to slow down on the alcohol. It's another thing in Real Food Reset. You do not drink for 10 days. And another reason why I know that everybody said their sleep was so good for 10 days. Number 10, shift work. So shift work causes sleep disruption and may result in fatigue. I mean, that's going to be a given. Sleep experts estimate that two to 5% of all shift workers have a sleep disorder characterized by excessive sleepiness or disrupted sleep over a period of one or more months. If you are one of those nurses, God bless you. Thank you for all you do. You guys work so hard. I have so many clients that are nurses and it is such a struggle for them. They have these crazy long shifts. I don't know why they do that to you guys. You guys work so hard. Again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the work you do. But it's so hard for you guys to get normalized sleep. And so it definitely can be impacting your fatigue. Number 11, a very sedentary lifestyle. So leading a sedentary lifestyle could very well lead to being tired all day long. Studies show that exercising more may improve symptoms of fatigue in some people, including those with medical conditions like MS. Trust me, a sedentary lifestyle is probably going to make you feel exhausted. I don't know if you've ever like felt kind of tired and then forced yourself to work out and then felt so much better after. Like even though you were tired, you had way more energy after the workout. You got to move your body. Do not sit around. It's not going to help. And the last reason you might be tired all day long is due to certain medications you might be taking. Some drugs like steroids, blood pressure medication, antidepressants, uh, they're linked to side effects like insomnia and increased tiredness. So if you're on any medications, and sometimes you have to go on steroids for a short period of time, maybe you're on an antidepressant and If all of a sudden your sleep is totally impacted and this is not gonna be a short-term medication for you, you should talk to your doctor because there might be a different one that you can take that maybe doesn't impact sleep as much. Sleep is such a big part of your life and not feeling fatigued every day that if you have to take this medication for a long period of time, you don't wanna have less a lesser quality of life because of it. So if you are taking any medications, just know that it, it's possible that they could be creating some fatigue as well. Bottom line, guys, even though everyone has days, when they feel exhausted, me included. (laughs) If you're constantly feeling run down, if you're constantly feeling tired, that actually is not normal. There's so many possible factors that can cause chronic fatigue. Like I said, it could be a medical condition, it could be a nutrient deficiency, it could be a sleep disturbance, caffeine intake, chronic stress. If you're experiencing unexplained fatigue, 
please go see your doctor. In many cases, your fatigue could improve as soon as you identify what is causing the problem, make an appropriate lifestyle or maybe dietary change, or get the right treatment for a medical condition, and that might fix everything. And when you fix fatigue, you're potentially fixing sleep, which is fixing your health, which means all your other systems are going to perform so much better. And that also might benefit your weight loss if you're trying to lose weight. So everything is connected, not just your food, your exercise, your sleep. It's all one thing that you have to work on. So I hope that you found this helpful and I want you all to know that it's exhausting being exhausted. And I don't want that for you. So if any of those 12 things might be impacting you, maybe five of those things are impacting you, do yourself a favor, write it down, maybe go see the doctor, and do yourself this big favor, take action. Don't just don't just listen to this and say, yeah, I know, it's because I go to bed too late every night and I'm just not going to do anything about it. Um, you know, take action, people. That's all I ever want. I want you to take action. Just take one small step in the right direction and add those small steps up. Over time, it could absolutely change your life to get your fatigue gone, your sleep on track, and just feeling your absolute best. So hopefully you found that absolutely Uh, riveting and (laughs) essential in your life. Um, But if you know someone who who has chronic fatigue or someone who's always complaining, maybe send them this episode. Maybe post this episode. I would love it if you would share it on social media so we can help spread the word and also just help get the word out there about the Earn That Body podcast. Okay, everyone, go to earnthatbody.com right now. Make sure you are signed up for the holiday challenge because it usually does sell out. Actually, it has sold out every single year since we have started. I think we started in 2012. So make sure you get a spot. Um, I want to help you have so much fun in the holiday challenge, not gain weight, and get super strong in the body weight program. Have a great week, everyone. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com. Or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.